Hi, I'm Katherine Sorensen, and boom, bada boom, we got a very special guest today. I enjoy being special. That's true. My name is Mackenzie Bolin, and I am so glad to be here. Dude, you guys should just wait. This podcast could be one of the best podcasts in helping you find and get the dream job of your life, period. I mean, probably. I'm sure it will. If not, for sure. What are we gonna be talking about? We are going to be talking about LinkedIn, one of the most underutilized and most important social media sites. Yeah, so what happened and how this podcast became a reality is, <laughs> you know, I'm new in this job search life of my, like, universe of finding a job in this phase yeah, of life yeah, yeah so i've started real, i'm a realtor now that sounds so fun to say <laughs> it sounds professional <laughs> so professional and i was starting with linkedin because that's what you do right you're right. a business professional it's the professional facebook yeah so i'm yeah. like okay here we are in linkedin i started it i don't know 10 years ago when you know <laughs> i was in a relationship where someone was like hey you should start this and i said right. oh my god i totally should and i just never did anything with it so i'm amping it up and like trying to find connections and lo and behold i get a recommendation <laughs> and i'm like wait what the fuck is a recommendation mackenzie sent me this like, <laughs> it's called a recommendation. Am I it's called, it up? nope, it's a recommendation. Yeah. So then it was like, oh my God, how do I do this? And you're like, Catherine, I do this. Like I use a lot of LinkedIn for my job and boom. And we're here. Here we are. I mean, I think we should also preface the whole thing with Catherine and I have known each other for, oh, yeah. oh, I don't know. Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. We worked together at Lululemon a long time ago, which yeah. is, Pretty much where you meet all of the best connections. It's kind of true. And you just stay in touch with everybody. It's true. So I saw Catherine's post on LinkedIn saying, hey, I'm new to LinkedIn. And I did do that. I thought, what better way to welcome somebody to LinkedIn than my favorite LinkedIn tip of all time, a recommendation. Oh, my God. And it, it gave me goosebumps. I was freaking out. I was like, what the sh is this? I didn't even know about it. A recommendation worth giving. Yeah, it's amazing. Go check it out and then make the connection with me. And then make a recommendation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, and we're going to link up Mackenzie where she's at. You can find her on social media. We're going to link up on uh, LinkedIn. Basically her LinkedIn. anything. Are you on Twitter? Where's your platforms that you're like obsessed with that this is where they find you? Um, I can be found on LinkedIn and Instagram. And I have a blog, which is also linked on my Instagram. Fuck yes. Surviving Scottsdale dot blog dude i know literally i did not know what scottsdale was until i moved to scottsdale and it is weird oh i'm gonna sell your house in scottsdale so i'm not gonna say that anymore kind of a, it's kind of a black <laughs> hole yeah it kind of is there's good shit though there is good shit there's actually some really fantastic schools and it's really like great community but there is also this like Old Town Scottsdale's all about the girls. I'm just learning. The boats and hose. Boats and hose. What does boats mean? <laughs> I know what hose means. What's boats? You don't know what a boat is? Your car, boat, a dick? A boat. No, a, a boat. literal boat. There's boats here? Yeah, there's lakes here. In Scottsdale? Well, right outside of Scottsdale. The hose from Scottsdale go on the boats outside of Scottsdale. Well, uh, clearly I've not made the transition <laughs> from a Scottsdale girl to a Scottsdale hoe and a boat. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll make that transition. In a couple weeks. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's scary. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how far that goes. <laughs> but yes, I did not know boats and hoses Scottsdale. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put that on my website. You should. <laughs> if you have a boat and you need a place yeah. to put it, contact Catherine yeah. the realtor. Yeah, I'll help you. I can't necessarily find you the hose. I'm sure you, that's not too horrible. Well, if you have a house with a boat, you'll get the hose. Is that true? I don't know. I'm pretty tied down. <laughs> but I have a boat. And yeah. so maybe I'm the hoe. <gasps> Exciting. That's I'm, another podcast. I'm sure Max would say I'm the hoe for the boat. but That's fantastic. Yeah. To preface, 
Mackenzie's engaged. She had the like March wedding that got COVID delayed. So, you know, all of our love and support to when the wedding happens, like, holy shit. So I'll be Mackenzie Bolin for the foreseeable future. (laughs) Really? Well, that's my last name. Yeah. So I'll change it after. Okay. And so just until then. How are you going to do that? You're going to do that? You're going to take the name? Uh, You know, I've actually, this is a really interesting topic because I've talked about it. Like my career, I'm very established as Mackenzie Bolin. But I think even despite that and despite everybody knowing me as such, you're going to do it. I think. I might hyphenate it. You have to hide. You have to keep. You have to keep. Yeah, or might do the thing where people put like their first name parentheses, their I maiden name, and then their. After my divorce, I went in and did the. Yeah, you got to do the parentheses. It's like what people know you as, but it's also like. Yeah. I still want to be. Yeah. You know. Fair. Right, and it's interesting because my uh, sister-in-law, Max's sister, my soon-to-be sister-in-law, didn't change her made a name just because she didn't want it. She was always Lindsay Palmer and always wanted to be that, which kind of makes me want to stay Mackenzie Bourne. You should. You should do whatever your star's like, whatever your soul is asking you to do. I'm going to do a hyphen. pressure. Okay. Okay, so tell me if I did it right, because maybe I did it wrong, because all this is so uh, excitingly new to me. What about that I put, so Kaiser is my maiden name, Mm -hmm. so I'm Catherine parenthesis Kaiser Mm -hmm. Swanson. I think it depends. No, I think it depends on what you want to do, right? Like your legal name is still Catherine Sorensen, and it well, it's because I don't have a middle name, so legally my name is Catherine Kaiser Sorensen. Like on my and you could just leave it as that. Everything is you could like leave it as that. You could do the parentheses. I might do like Mackenzie parentheses Bolin and then Palmer, or I don't Hmm. know, or a hyphen. I think it just I think it's a preference thing. Like I'll probably always have Bolin attached to my professional life because it's always been my professional life like for you you know you were married for the majority of this time and so that's what people recognize you as like you know kaiser might be yeah unfamiliar and And so i think high school connections or like early life connections still there i mean i think it's your preference like you could be katherine sorensen kaiser you could be you know katherine kaiser sorensen Wow, or you could put Sorensen in parentheses. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to all social media platforms. We're going to see how that when goes. When it changes, you heard it here first. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Ooh. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's so much to think about when getting married. Or divorced. Or divorced, yes. Oof, Amen. mommy. Oof, I'll just hold the strength to that. Cheers to that. Yeah, we're actually... So, Prisoner is my favorite wine, and it's my celebration wine. Are we celebrating? Yes, a rekindled friendship. I was, I was literally about to say the rekindling. <gasps> it's a sign. It is. I manifested it. We did. Oh, my <sighs> God. Oh, my God. Yes, we manifested it. I shit literally life. can't even. <laughs> I say that all the time. Max makes fun of me for saying that. Say literally. Literally. Shut up. We have... <gasps> I get teased so bad I, I say too. literally. But literally has oh to be... <laughs> Oh my god! It, it literally had the tea. I mean, it does. So <laughs> everyone that teases us can go fuck themselves. When? When have you heard of a silent T? Silent K? Exactly. I mean, right? I don't know a silent like literally. Think you. A. So we are correct. Everyone else, you're wrong. So start pronunciating that T. Moving on. Moving on. Literally. Literally. <laughs> okay, so we have come together to, we have a bunch of, que- I, I mean, questions that I'm so excited to get to the meat of. And I have a lot of answers and advice and tips and tricks. I love it. Where do you, where do you want to start? What do you, where are you starting with? Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to ask you the first one. Done. So why does one have LinkedIn? Yeah. Who's looking at it? Mm-hmm. What are they looking at? Mm-hmm. And what parts of the LinkedIn profile are the ones they're looking at? I'm going to grab a pen well, so we can make some notes to make sure we cover them all. So, did you tell me what your thoughts are? Absolutely. Um, well, since you asked me about 10 questions at the same time. So, uh, LinkedIn. They're written right here. They're written right there. LinkedIn is what we would call the professional Facebook. So it's a place that people can find 
um, your experience, what makes you qualified to do the job that you do. So, you know, in your case, entering the real estate market, there's lots of realtors out there. They specialize in different things. Some people are better at lands and lots. Some people are better at, you know, residential, commercial. There's tons of different people across the spectrum of real estate. So a LinkedIn profile is kind of where you can house maybe what your specialties are or why somebody should choose you over someone else. It's really important to have all of your experience listed. I think in your case, you have a great customer service background. Um, and that really shows through. When people are looking for a real estate agent, they're looking for somebody who's going to be personable, who's gonna you know, go the extra mile, find them exactly what they're looking for, and enjoy the process. Buying a house is exciting. It doesn't matter whether you're buying a rental property, you're buying a property for you, for your family to grow in, it's an exciting experience. So people wanna be able to come to your LinkedIn page and see what you're all about. So yeah, say, say that it's someone else who's switching a job career or switching like what other Absolutely. things. So like it's the same thing. You're you're highlighting why mm -hmm. they would like Absolutely. And LinkedIn can be used for a, a a broad spectrum of things. So in my early career I worked uh, in human resources and, and obviously that's a really great use for LinkedIn. So when we're looking at candidates, we're looking at their experience, you know, you get a resume but it's a, a it's a piece of paper and a piece of paper is really hard to describe a person. So you're looking at their LinkedIn page, you're looking at their experience, you know, where have they been? What have they done? You know, what what have they what's their their have they volunteered? You know, what are their recommendations? Do they have skills? And all of that is, is listed on LinkedIn. You're getting to see their headshot. You're getting to see kind of a little bit more about them. It gives their bio. It gives just a ton of things that give a little bit more life to a person. I mean, as an HR person, you're looking at hundreds of, of pieces of paper of people. Yeah. But you don't know anything about them. You know, you know their career history, but you need a little bit more to a person. I mean, you know, what skills are they endorsed at? You know, what connections do they have? Do they have five connections? Do they have a hundred connections? So you really get to kind of piece a person together more by their LinkedIn profile. Like that's your place to show your professional resume. Okay, so that brings me to another question. So part of the hiring, mm -hmm. right? So you're looking, um, LinkedIn, I feel like has a couple different sides. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, I'm not hired. I, I'm already in an established career. Yep. I'm like, you know, been in the industry for a while. Uh, maybe your LinkedIn just needs like a reboost, mm -hmm. you know, versus what we're going after right now in the conversation is somebody that's just starting. Mm -hmm. So, so there could be like, I'm not necessarily looking to get hired by HR, but right. what I'm looking at is recommendations. I need people to endorse me. I need my sales because I have been in bizarre, not bizarre, but very like Different. low key yeah, sales totally. jobs throughout my like mm -hmm. career <laughs> as a stay at home mom. Right. But really like, I know well, I have resources and she's totally. them. Yeah. And, and as you're, as you're hiring, so the things that are mattering you're saying is who they're connected to, mm -hmm. how many connections they have. Mm -hmm. So let's talk to like how we build a connection. Yeah. So I think that's kind of the, I think the, the premise of your question is if I'm just starting out on LinkedIn, what do I do or what's important? Totally. So I think Should that's we start there. Cause we're going to go everywhere. Let's yeah, let's go there let's, and we'll come back and recircle. Yes. Yeah. So I think there's five things that I would say are really important with LinkedIn. The first, which seems very obvious, is to have like a headshot or a photo. And it seems obvious, but tons of users on LinkedIn don't. Um, and one of the key things when you have a headshot is to make sure that from your settings, your headshot is visible to everyone. So sometimes you just, have, I mean, and similar to Facebook, you just have your headshot visible to like connections. But then when somebody's like trying to find you and it shows up you don't have a headshot, they're like, well, yeah, it's kind of, like kind of uninterested when you're literally trying, literally, literally trying to find, become accessible right. to the hiring platform right. or the finding platform. I obviously like, I feel like that's also could be listed as a mistake. Yes. Like you will get looked over like, right. okay, I can't well, find you. What's I, happening? And it's like, 
it's it's similar. Like when you go to look for somebody on Facebook, like, oh, you know, I I went somewhere and this person said, oh, my name is Joe Smith. And you look up Joe Smith on on Facebook and you see a bunch of people with no profile pictures. You're like, not him, not him, yeah, not him. Like you're know? looking for the picture. Yeah, totally. So I think the number one thing is to have a headshot and like a somewhat professional headshot like we don't need a picture from your college party or a picture from you <laughs> 20 years ago or like your engagement but like it's just it's a professional headshot it's you it's like a blank background like take one yourself I've had colleagues that because I'm a millennial I'm like that's a selfie like how'd you know it's like well because it's like looks like this but a professional on a blank wall on a green screen on something like a nice headshot it just makes you look professional it's like the first impression it's like you want your first impression to be strong because if not there's a hundred people like you okay the second thing is um, your headline so your headline is is by LinkedIn automatically default so it defaults to whatever your job title is so if you, yours, as an example, says, um, you know, realtor at Realty One and co-host of the Firewalker podcast, that's a really big place for you to make an impact. So that to explain, well, I would change it. So to okay, explain, cool. when you're scrolling through LinkedIn and you see somebody post, like just like Facebook, you see their little profile picture, it says Mackenzie Bolin, and then you see their headline. And if your headline is just your default, like sales at Johnson and Johnson, it's like there's a hundred people that say that. So you change it up. Like you say, yours is going to be your little picture. It says Catherine Sorensen Kaiser. And you want to change yours to like helping my clients find their dream home or like something that's going to catch people's eyes, like turning uh, turning my clients dreams into reality like something that's gonna make people be like scrolling through and be like oh I, I need to connect with her yeah, the way that LinkedIn works is anytime you comment on something you like something it's gonna populate onto your friends pages so just like when you're friends with somebody on Facebook and you, you know your friend likes your picture and it pops up on my Facebook that's like Susie Q liked Catherine's photo yeah. or commented on Catherine's photo and then I see Susie Q's headline says you know turning people's dreams into reality I'm like shit what does Susie Q do I've got dreams <laughs> is she gonna make them a reality yeah so I'm clicking on her page and it turns out she's a, a travel consultant I'm like well I want to go to Europe and I connect with her it's like that's how we make these like they're called second, but it's it's my friends of friends that yeah. see. I saw that too. Right, second and third connection. Right, like so those would be like people that are your connections but aren't mine. But you and I are. It's like a second cousin. You and I are connected, and they're your friends. How do you change that? Because like so, when I started doing like all this, like so I'm like, dude, I know this person, so I went into a uncle's account and was like, okay, that's my cousin, that's my aunt. So now it's all second instead of being first, even though they're like my cousins and my aunts. Yeah, so you can't go or back and undo. Um well, like it doesn't even matter different, to be different. fair to well, matter. So my first connections are people that I'm connected to. They're connect specific connections of mine. But if I would have typed in their name, say I'm like whatever. Susie Q's my cousin, I type in her name, that would have been a first connection or would it still if be a you, second? If you connect with her, then she's your first connection. But people that are your connections but not mine are my second connections because so, they're because connected to my uncle's account no, and they went and liked them all? Well, they're, no, 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 they're connected between you and I. So first connection is people that you're connected to. Your people that you're connected to on LinkedIn. How many people do you have connected on LinkedIn? I looked, I'm like at 300. Okay. So your 300, <laughs> your three, you'll get there. Your 300 connections are yes. your first connections. Oh. People that are connected to your connections are your second. So anybody I'm connected with are oh. your second connections because you are not directly connected to them. But it doesn't matter. So it just means we have connections in common. Cool. So a uh, third thing I would say that's important on LinkedIn is staying active. So whether you're liking people's posts or you're commenting on stuff or you're posting stuff yourself or you're sharing stuff yourself, it's like keeping your name 
on the top. So other people are saying, oh, Catherine liked this, or Catherine commented on this. And also be mindful of what you're liking and commenting. Don't just go on a rampage and like a bunch of stuff. Um, the third thing, that, or the fourth, that would be the wine. The fourth thing I would say. Oh, we're going to open another bottle. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the fourth thing is recommendations. So I think this is really important, like I gave you a recommendation, because this is other people essentially giving legitimacy to who you are. So saying, you know, I've worked with Catherine, and, and LinkedIn asks you a couple questions, like, did you work with Catherine? Did she supervise you? Did she work above you? Did she work for you? And like, you know, just to kind of gauge the capacity that you work together, and then you write your own recommendation. So, and the one I wrote for you, it was like, Catherine's great with customer service. I would recommend her because we worked together in that capacity. And so having those recommendations on your profile is like having a Yelp for yourself. It's like somebody goes to your business and sees, geez, she's got five recommendations from people that have worked from worked with her or for her or, you know, together. And they all said she's great to work with. So why would I not work with her? That's the kind of stuff that sets you apart versus going to somebody's profile and there's no recommendation. And you're like, well, how do I know who you've worked with before? Were they happy? Were they not happy? And then... Um, I have a question about recommendations, though. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to my managers mm-hmm. within Lululemon Company. Mm-hmm. And... I saw that you can ask for a recommendation, so I mm-hmm. totally did. Mm-hmm. But then I also saw there's there's um, given, like received and given. Mm-hmm. So what does it look like if, hey, I email a friend that I've worked with, like it has been the same, me and you. Mm-hmm. What does it look like if now all of a sudden I've emailed the last 20 favorite employees it's like, hey, hook me up, I'll hook you up. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Is that fine? Like does somebody Absolutely. say like, so if I'm looking as you're hiring me, whatever, mm-hmm. um, which you will be, it's cool. She's also a realtor, so she won't be, but you might be hiring both of us, to be fair. We'll True. have a joint commission, so that's fine. Oh, God. But just saying, like, is somebody going to look at what I've received and what I've given and been like, oh, whoa, she gave one just to get one? I don't think so. I think a great example of that. I have a connection. Her name's Alexa. We worked with yeah. her together. Don't worry. And, <laughs> and we've both moved from Lululemon into a professional space. And we worked together uh, at two different organizations. But in the same capacity, we actually had our professional lives cross. And so she gave me so a recommendation cool. from when we worked together. And I gave her a recommendation. I think that doesn't change the validity of a recommendation because we still worked together and I wanted to highlight her and she wanted to highlight me. Um, and I think the, the more authentic you are in a recommendation and the more specific you are in a recommendation really gives the validity to it. It's like we worked together on a project. She was great to work with. Everything was on time. You know, everything, all the deliverables were met. It was perfect. I would recommend the same transaction to you versus somebody being like, this was great. I love her energy. It's like giving something that people are going to actually gain something from. Like me going to your profile and somebody being like, Catherine was a rock star realtor. She found us the perfect house. It's like, yeah, I want a rock star realtor and I want a perfect house. And so it's like giving more validity to that rather than she was so happy. It was cool. You know? So if I am going to reach out, I'm reaching out for like, Hey, like, Give me an authentic, authentic recommendation. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I'm sure that was helpful for you guys listening because <laughs> you too probably want more than 300. And I think one, unless I checked, there was 301. Well, I think Cheers. it's a work in progress. I mean, I have like thousands. I looked. Whoa. <laughs> because, because I didn't know. So today I was digging around <laughs> on um, LinkedIn knowing it's funny that funny because I, I posted something and it was I like, fucking liked it. two minutes later, it was like, Catherine Sorensen liked it. I was like, yeah. wow, she's an active LinkedIner. Did it impress you? Yeah, very much so. Did it really? And you know, we, we you know did it's, it? it's funny because I also run my husband's LinkedIn because he just, he doesn't have time for it. And he ha- also has a podcast. He's a pilot. I mean, there's tons of stuff that he does. And so I logged into his just to check some of his stuff. And it was like, Catherine Sorensen liked Mackenzie's post. And I was like, sure did. <laughs> I'm going to connect with Catherine from Max's profile. Did we connect? I invited you. 
Well, I hope I said yes. I I hope you did too. I honestly cannot confirm nor deny that. <laughs> it's I cannot. I try, no, like I was on it right before, but I feel like too, if I don't know you to keep my connections authentic, I'm not, I'm not accepting just every, every connection. Is that wrong? Um, wow. I should have. No. So I think, I think that's the, the main difference between something like Facebook and something like LinkedIn. Um, I would probably offer up that half of the connections I have, I don't know personally now we are connected in some capacity. So we either have mutual connections or we work in the same industry. I think what okay. you'll grow to realize is, is that you have more people to sell houses to than just your friends. You have your friends of friends or people who know your friends or okay. somebody who sees you and thinks like, wow, she has great recommendations or she sold my neighbor's house. And you don't know him, but why would you not connect with him if he's a, a potential client? Hmm. Fantastic. And, and I think too, you know, in the same vein, like if you connect with somebody and then they're just like posting weird stuff or you're like... You can unconnect? Absolutely. Fantastic. You can remove their connection. What's I've the done difference it. between connect and follow? So... Uh, if you just follow them, you're not actually connecting with them. So you'll see their posts, groups they're active in, but you're not connected to them. I would certainly recommend connecting with somebody that you have an interest in. It's kind of like on Facebook when you're friends with somebody, but then you like mute them so you huh. don't see their posts. Kind of a similar okay. comparison. Okay. The last and fifth tip I have is um, in your bio or you're like about me on LinkedIn, there should be like three components. So the first is professional. So your kind of professional history. So mine says something to the effect of, Yours looks so good, by the way. It, thank you. Like my career, I started as an HR person, took that kind of knowledge and, and time in the industry and moved into the HR tech field um, where I sold HR technology to people who had been in my same shoes. And then I moved into the employee benefits insurance industry from, you know, from the role that I have now, um, you know, I use my prior knowledge of technology and of being in the HR seat and sell employee benefits insurance. And then it moves into something about the organization I work for. So this is the organization. This is what we do. This is what we're known for. And then it moves into something personal, like, hey, but I'm a real person too. So when I'm not working, you'll catch me chasing my kids down a ski slope or on a family camping trip. So just give somebody like a, yep, she's great. She's all business. She does this. She's got a great background, but she's also a family woman. And, you know, so just kind of giving you a little bit more about who you are. Okay. And then it just gives them a little bit more validity to you as a person. This is my background. This is where I work. And this is what I love to do. There's like three components, professional, company, and personal. I will say on ones, because I was like, what does a realtor's look like, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like looking at connections within, like that I know that are realtors, and they were dry. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, I don't want any of these. Yeah, so you'll say something like, you know, my name's Catherine. I've, you know, I have to say my name is Catherine. But you say, I've worked in the... You can. You can. I worked in the customer service industry for this long. You know, I've always had a passion for sales and, and you know, getting the getting something into the hands of a person that they love. Yeah, okay. I, I'm taking the same thing from my, you know, career at Lululemon and now giving you the perfect house that you love. And then you put something about, you know, where you work. So Realty One has been, you know, a, a service in Arizona for X, Y, and Z. You know, we pride ourselves as a, an award-winning, you know, whatever. I don't know a ton about them. Wow. And then your last part is like, you know, I love to sell real estate and I'm happy to show you the house of your dreams. And when I'm not doing that, I'm living in the house of my dreams with my beautiful daughters and, you know, in sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. She has wrote my bio. Done. You guys, I have sweated over writing a bio. And I just did it. I'll do it. Five dollars. I'm just kidding. Uh, done. Add a couple zeros and she'll do yours too. <laughs> I mean, no, but really. I agree. Hey, shit ain't free. <laughs> Is it though? No. That's true. But it's easy. I mean, it's like as long as you have the three different steps, like who are you professionally? 
Yeah, I like the those. organization that you're working for because people care about that too. Yeah, you know, like, I think the mystery too is that person. Keller, like Keller Williams, I see them all over the place. Like, what yeah. makes Real T One different? A lot. Yeah, a lot does. Exactly. They have really cute colors on their logo. Duh. I mean, duh. <laughs> and then you guys say no to black and gold. I don't think so. <laughs> no, actually, they do have a lot of things that, as me as a realtor, was super drawn to. Enticing, right? Tons. So then you and I shopped around, man. So then, like, make somebody else want that too, and yeah. then at the end, like, this is me. Yeah. Why do you want to choose me? Because I've got my freaking dream home, and I live with my beautiful children, and we do badass stuff. And then it's like, then we have that in common. It's like, you don't want to go somewhere with a realtor where they're like, oh. No personality. Yeah. You know, like, I, I love my office and fresh-baked cookies. It's like, <gasps> cool. Or you go with your realtor, and you're like, God, have you mountain bike browns? It's like, uh, yeah, yesterday. No. Also, we did. I mean, side note from our LinkedIn hustle right now. But we did connect on Strava too. Uh, yeah. To be fair. And like, wait, what? You know what's funny too yeah. is that we mountain biked a couple of months ago and you were like you driving away. I'm like, is that I'm like, you? I'm 99% sure that's Catherine. And Max was like, who? I was like, my friend Catherine. He's like, well, go say hi. I was like, well, if it's not her, I'm going to be super embarrassed. Was it when I was alone? Sometimes, like, yeah, and just, so he yeah. texted her. Like, I'm pretty sure that was you. And you were like, I just left. And I was like, sometimes I have a cold demeanor. Because I mean, it's kind of, I, I have all safety precautions. So don't you fucking dare come up to me. Because I literally oh, get you. I also wasn't about to be like, let's go ride. And then me be like, <sighs> Like pedaling behind you guys, like my e-bike. Not true. Pedal assist. Okay. Okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> but also, I've yeah. never mountain biked in my life. And then I met my husband, and he was like, I love mountain biking. Like, I would love if you would go oh. with me. And I was like, oh, shit. And I, like, have only <laughs> ever ridden a beach cruiser, like, at, you know, at the beach That's hard to maneuver. A lot harder than a freaking... So he bought me a pedal assist mountain bike from Europe which is just retarded as my first mountain bike and I fucking love it and I'm pretty sure it's because he knew how long it would take me to like catch up to where he's at so he's like ah we'll just get our pedals in. and I love it I go with him I'm like ripping through and then we hit the soft sand and I'm like kick it kick it kick it I'm like go 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 and he's like I, I hope you're still on black which is like the lowest one yes and because they're so heavy I mean they're 55 pounds yeah, so if you're on level one it's it's basically the same as being on just like a bike. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I hope you're on level one. I'm like on level six. You're like, uh-huh. I, I want black, honey. I'm I want black. He's like, it's weird. Your battery's at 13%. I'm like, shoot. That is weird. I must need a new one. Yeah. Wow. This battery's it's definitely faulty. Broken. Yeah. It's not I'm my like, Honestly, you didn't even turn it on. And so. <laughs> <laughs> weird. So let's send this back to Italy. Don't tell him. Yeah. I'm not going to tell him. Don't tell him yeah. about this podcast and Ugh. he'll never know. He'll know. Okay, let's get back to like, so say somebody's established and they've been using LinkedIn for whatever, their their career. Is this, how is this podcast beneficial to them? Like is an update, like, I, like. Totally. So I think there's different and there's different variants of LinkedIn. So there's like LinkedIn recruiter, LinkedIn sales navigator. There's like what they call premium and so those are kind of all add-ons like if you want to pay for LinkedIn every month and those kind of offer you a different uh, perspective of LinkedIn depending on what you're doing so when I was a, a recruiter I used LinkedIn recruiter so it allows you kind of a different view to everyone's profile you can like search by keywords so you know when I first worked in recruiting I hired a lot of data analysts so I could go in there and type mm -hmm. in data analysts three years of experience and it like you know, in Phoenix, and it populated me a list. Did it populate your list? Like, I'm not going to pay for premium because I'm, I'm definitely on, like, a shoestring budget when it comes to all this. Literally, like, it, I don't want it, to pay for what I don't It searches all of LinkedIn. So, so it doesn't matter. No. I can be basic, yep. bottom of the barrel. Right. doesn't matter, like, no. with what I'm so, paying for. So if I worked for a real estate company and I was looking for realtors and I wanted somebody that lived in Phoenix, was had you know, real estate experience for one year. I'm looking for people who are moldable, for people that'll come work for me, you know, maybe for a low salary, a high commit, whatever it is. And I type in, you know, real estate, one to three years, Phoenix, it 
populates everybody. So you don't have to have it. I just have the search service to do it. Then there's, uh, you know, Sales Navigator, which a lot of a ton of professionals use to find clients, prospects, so on and so forth. It is the same thing. You've got saved searches. You know, you can send in mail, um, which is a little bit different than than LinkedIn's kind of standard messaging system that they use a lot for prospecting. Like mm -hmm. you don't know me, you've never heard from me, but. I'd love to connect because I think my service could be of use to you. Huh. So there's different ways that you can use LinkedIn. If you don't want any of that stuff, I would say just comb through your LinkedIn. Like change your headshot, update that. Um, you know, make sure that everything you have on there is still up to date. So if you've changed careers or uh, you know you've been with your organization for you hit a milestone, ten years, like post about it. Yeah. You know, I love it. I've been with Realty One for five years or 10 years and, you know, we're yeah. still killing it. Or like just making sure you're active, like just closed on another Camelback property, you mm -hmm. know, can't wait to find you your dream home. Like just staying active, like make sure your headshot, and I've said this before, isn't from 10 years ago. Like you don't want somebody to be like, oh, wow, it's a great picture of you. And you show up and they're like, are you, are you Catherine? Oh boy. <laughs> exactly. And you're like... Well, I mean, yeah, but that was from college. I mean, you just, you want yeah. to, to stay up to date. Just, yeah. I mean, just like Facebook, like, you, you know, you post something on there and you want it to be relevant. You don't want it to be like, well, it was for my college reunion in 1997. You're like, mm, okay, my hair color is different. <laughs> you know? I hope that's all that's different from my college reunion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your, your hair's just a little different, guys. <laughs> I, I definitely glowed up. What do they call it? A glow up? I look different than 1997, trust me. 1997? That's when I was a junior in high school. Yeah, oh. I was two. two. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> a little tiny I mean, just, I mean, just, I, you, you grew a little, you got a little taller. And thicker. <laughs> in the right places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay, so now um, we kind of covered mistakes. Mm -hmm. Are there other mistakes? Like I know the profile picture, like having like a selfie or like... Yeah, I think like the number one mistake that I see people do on LinkedIn is like they started at a job. You know, Joe Smith starts at Lowe's yeah. in 2005 and then just like never comes back. Okay, I mean, so, so it's I like, it's like, it's like Joe Smith and then it says like Lowe's 2005 to present. It's like, he still really worked there. Well, I'm like, you just don't know. well, like, well you don't know because 2005 is a long time to work somewhere these days. And two, like we know nothing about him. Like there's no skills, there's no endorsements. Like, and is that all you've done your entire life? Have you never volunteered anywhere? Have you never, you know, been the, been you know, involved in any yeah. philanthropic organization. You don't have a picture since 2005. Like, you know, you don't have a headline besides... It's like they set up the at Lowe's. Yeah, it's like, okay, oh, okay. well, there's a hundred Joes at Lowe's. How important is it, too, to link your resume? Because it seemed to be like there was a space where it was like, download resume here or whatever. It seems like maybe is that a big deal or not really? Like, if you're applying for jobs and you're... Uh, you know, uh, my philosophy on that is one, if you're applying for jobs, absolutely. Yeah. And two, like I would leave it up all the time because you never know. Okay. You know, the job I was in previously, I really enjoyed. I thought it was great. Yeah. Until somebody was like, have you ever considered this? And I was like, well, now I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I will. my interest. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like a lot of times you, I mean, with anything in the world, like, it's always when you're not looking. It totally is. It is very true. It's because when you, like, you're when, so focused on it, it's in a way you're resisting it. Like, and it, you it kind of let your guard to, down and yeah. you're just grinding at your job. And yeah. then all of a sudden, somebody's like, do you want to make $25,000 more? And are you interested? And we're in. You're like, hmm, definitely. I mean, I could be convinced. Yeah. <laughs> twist, do I don't you know. want another yeah. bottle of wine? Yeah. Uh, twist, twist my, my arm. arm. Jinx. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Done. Okay. All right. So, okay. And I have another question. 
So I have not worked a career mm-hmm. for the last, you know, since married, I was able to like super blessed to be a homemaker, like so grateful for that. Like honest, honest to God, like I didn't want a job, which is why I didn't go pursue one. I was like actually really happy being yeah. the stay at home mom that yeah. I was. I did do athletics mm-hmm. and I became a professional within that field. But I feel like to me, like, I feel like there's this like, well, I see how that could show somebody that I dedicated, I work hard, I definitely like, I can mentally persevere, I'm up right. for a challenge. Like, how do you, how do you do like a hobby? How does hobbies relay into, because I didn't use it as a career at all. I never intended to personal train. Right. I didn't want to coach people that way. Yeah, and I think How does that work? I think there's something really great about that. And I think it's kind of one of those underestimated things. Like I took the last year off to be a mom and I loved it and I think it shows a ton about my career progression because I did great in my career. I worked really hard, I worked really hard, I worked really hard, and my next step would have been to work really hard. And instead, I stepped away from my job to be a mom because that's what my family demanded at that time. And I think people oftentimes think down on that. Like, oh, you you were a mom? Yeah, I or, feel that pressure. Oh, I totally do. And, like, and I think... And, really, and I think that's a, a very... experience because of it. And I think that's a very fair pressure. And to be honest... I think when I was very, very, very young in my career and I was 19 or 20, I was like, oh, you're a mom. Like, that's all you can do. And I look back at that and I'm like, holy, sh-. the hardest year of my life was last year when I was just a mom. That's fucking And so I think there's ways that you can do that. You know, I think like during that time, like you have to think about what you did. Like, in that time, I was I worked a lot on my husband's business. I did a lot of stuff for their podcast. I did a lot of stuff, you know, networking for them. So I list that on my LinkedIn. Yeah. I was the director of partnerships for his podcast. I called people. I sent emails. I got mm. partnerships. I worked That's a lot great. of stuff. And so you like think about what you did all that time. Yeah. Like and I did a lot of supporting small local businesses. Yeah. A ton. And like and then you put that on there like. Okay. You know, and, and like your volunteer time, like I still have on mine, like I was the chairman of the assistance league in my hometown and I did that for five years and I've got that on there. I mean, you just think of all the things that you did, like, you know, you were a a major sponsor for small businesses for a long time. Mm -hmm. And, and then, you you know, like a company I read. Yeah, exactly. Like promotions for X, Y, and Z and this and that. And also like, there's nothing wrong with saying like, I, you know, worked under a guy, um, for a really long time who was a director of sales, really great guy. And he took a six year sabbatical and on his LinkedIn, it says like the CEO of the Smith family, a five year sabbatical to make sure that like my kids were ready and prepared for college. And there's nothing more badass than that. Wow. I like salute him. And there's articles all the time that come out that's like working moms are the most successful because they have so much freaking grit. Yeah. And I, I mean, you wake up at 5 a.m., you make lunches, you make breakfast, you make sure everybody gets dressed and have underwear on because for some reason that's a hard thing in my family. Just showering. I feel like the bare minimum seemed to be and like, then, come on. And then you get yourself ready for work and you yeah. pack your own lunch and you make your own breakfast and you take them to school or your husband takes them to school. And then it's like, that is not easy. No, I mean, easy. that's time management. It's freaking grit. It's exhaustion. It's everything under the moon and you keep going. So I think a lot of times it's such a misguided principle. Like I was a stay at home mom for 10 years and, and so I'm re-entering the workforce. It's like, no, you were a stay at home mom for five years and you're re-entering the fucking workforce. I think that women take a lot of like culture pressure like that. Like we're not, I've done it. Like there's not lots I get jealous about women for, or like get like very, like, I feel very insecure around them, but professional women, I just think that my light is so less shiny. Is that why you thought my professional pants were great? Oh my God, she walked in. I was like, I was you slack. look like a businesswoman. I'm like, I'm in jeans and some stupid long sleeve t-shirt Except I've had for a hundred years. Literally the second I get home, I'm like, 
<laughs> but I did no, I do like it's it's definitely like the way I viewed who I was during my lifetime. It wasn't I mean not lifetime, but you know. But yeah, it's like, life. like it's like I didn't feel like I was as worthy. Of I told I think I was a professional woman for a very long time, and I thought that was exhausting. And I came home to an empty house, mm. and I ordered like you know, food or I had HelloFresh delivered. To, and I was like, things since I've been I'm divorced. exhausted. I'm like, I don't want to cook. I don't want to do this. No. I'm sustaining life for me for, every other weekend. Like, and then I, I will eat fucking ramen noodles. Like, I don't want to fucking cook. No. And then I became just a mom and I stayed at home and we were v- yeah. very lucky. And I was like, God, like I, I have to do something other than load and unload the dishwasher and cook and clean and do, I mean, it's exhausting. And then my third step is to be a professional woman because I, I, with children, because I took a break, I got to be professional and then a mom and then a professional and And a mom. mom. And I was like, Oh my God. I mean, I come home at six and I'm like, I have to go to bed. And my husband's like, um, but it's, but it's I, our time. Yeah, right? And he's like... They're in bed now. And now we talk. No, but like, literally... I have nothing he's left like, to me. Well, he's like, how about... Like, you know, the boys don't have clean socks. I'm like... I work nine hours a day. <laughs> when do you expect me to clean their socks? They're wearing them dirty tomorrow. I and they're like, oh, is this inside out? Like, they could care less. But then it's like, then it's the weekend. And I'm like, God, I just want to, like, lay by the pool and have wine. And he's like, yeah, but, like, clean socks. I'm like, shit. I mean, it's like, it's a whole nother level. Yeah. Like, being a professional mom is, like, pulling your hair out, but still realizing that you need hair to sell shit. <laughs> just kidding. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, another, another, like fair point now that we're not doing in-person um contact so like oh my so, god yeah it makes your online presence need to be even stronger it has to be so like we're not doing as much face-to-face we're not meeting in person like i can only imagine the importance of having a strong business platform facebook platform now there's like clubhouse which have you heard about clubhouse Mm-mm. it's insane it's ins- there's all these different like platforms to be on now that are like high uh importance yeah yeah i think um i think there's there's tons of different things right so linkedin becomes more important for a lot of b2b transactions so the business to business so i work for x company you work for y company we do business together so b2b increases a ton on linkedin right so having a presence having a picture having a headline having a bio having all of the stuff that you need Okay. And then there's like B2C, which is business to consumer, which is like you scrolling through Instagram, me selling tennis shoes. Me, you know, you'd be like, oh God, those are so cute. That's business to consumer. So I think a lot of Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all of that stuff is a lot of B2C, so business to consumer. But B2B is a lot of LinkedIn and, and really real estate kind of falls into both categories, yeah, right? So you know, you're on LinkedIn, there's people that have worked with you before, professional people, people who work in your industry, that's where you're gaining a lot of respect and momentum. Mm -hmm. And then there's people on LinkedIn, or excuse me, on Instagram and Facebook that are seeing you're like, I did this home tour in South Scottsdale, this is what it looks like, this is what you can get for 500 grand. Like those people are are direct to consumer that you're getting kind of on those other platforms. So I think it's really important in this kind of day and age that you're keeping all of your social profiles up because imagine 30 years ago when all of this was very new and or didn't exist. Yeah. Like having this pandemic and being like, God, well, I'm immunocompromised. Yeah. I'm overweight. And so I can't go see a house, but I'm getting evicted and I need to buy a house. Like, what do you do? You're like, uh, not a lot of options today. There's virtual tours on yeah. Zillow. There's, yeah. you know, you're saying, Hey, I'll go and I'll FaceTime you. We'll do your transaction. We'll send you stuff through zip forms. We'll have you a sign m- it. mobile escrow. Um, we'll have a I mean, mobile you note. You, we're like, done. Yeah. Exactly. Done. So I think, um, back to your question, it's more important now than ever to make sure that you keep all of that stuff up hot. to date. Ready? Yeah. Ooh, I like how you just called out hot. 
I know that was fire. Yeah, I mean, I'm not watching the tube, which always um, the YouTube video is definitely the way to go with these, but um, it's an additive. It is. It's so funny because I pull up my phone and she's like, "What are you doing?" I mean, you grab a glass of wine, we grab a glass of wine. Yeah, and we go over your profile for LinkedIn, but. Yeah, she was like, why are you videoing this? I was like, is this going to be my face on the internet? Yeah, this is on our uh, OnlyFans site, so... Oh, good. Yes. Yeah, so do I link that? (laughs) (laughs) As we both have, like, neck-choking sweatshirts. (laughs) Is that something professionally I link or not? Do I go there or do I not? I mean, I would refrain from putting that on your LinkedIn, (laughs) but definitely on your Snapchat. Yeah, if that is a B2C... We highly advise the B2B. That's direct to consumer. (laughs) That is some hot stuff. All right, I think we got it all. Do you have anything else like closing? Like, did we miss anything? Um, I'm stoked. I mean, I want to end with like, I cannot wait to pull out my laptop, give you five bucks and be like, let's (laughs) Let's do it. No, I I think it's just important like, make yourself that you make yourself the person you want to be like make yourself the person that like god if I want to buy real estate who do I want to buy it from it's like the person who like tells me about themselves about you know where they work why they work there it's like the person who is interacting like I know that they're live they're a real person I'm not you know going to buy a house from somebody again like we talked about that's like oh god you know, oh yeah, I sell houses, it's cool, it's great, I've lived in Phoenix for seven years. It's like, no, I've lived in Phoenix for 20 years, I know the area, I know where you want to live and where you don't want to live. Like, let's get you a a home. I'm not buying you a house, I'm buying you a home. Like, make yourself the person that you want to do business with. Oh, that that actually was one of my, like, questions that somewhere got, um, in our our notes here, but, um, it was like being relatable. Like being, yeah, definitely nailed it with yeah. that. Yeah, like be professional, relatable, and badass. So we're gonna link all the ways you can get a, get in contact with Mackenzie. Um, also, this is where we seal the deal with our podcast. You're gonna email us at firewalkerpodcast.com with any questions. DM, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. Pretty much anywhere. And what you're going to do is you're going to grab that phone. You're going to give us a five-star review. And uh, like, subscribe. subscribe. Yeah. Should I do Tell that? me I'm great. Yeah, we'll do... I mean, it's not going to hurt. <laughs> I mean, I definitely enjoy compliments. I really love fucking words. It's so bizarre how much I'm learning, like... Words like they're done deal. I mean, that's why your recommendation, like podcasts, are are, bubbled myself. Are reading books for people who don't like reading books. I mean, if you don't enjoy audiobooks, you enjoy podcasts. This is your shit. Listen to us on your drive. Anytime you want to listen, listen. I mean, 90% of the time, I like watch shows and multitask. And then I can't see the show. But if you're listening to a podcast, all you have to do is listen to the podcast. And yeah. you can multitask. Yeah. I mean, what else do working moms do? Nothing. We literally we, do we nothing. We multitask for a living. <laughs> we live to multitask and we multitask <laughs> to live. Oh, my God. Mackenzie, from my heart to yours, thank ah. you so much for being a guest. I'm so happy to be here. This is the best. And thank you for listening. And we will see you all soon. Have a glass of wine for us. Ooh. Or two. two. <laughs> or the bottle. I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs>